Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. This morning, I am going to get a little bit political. And I know we've all been taught, especially at our generation, don't discuss politics or religion. And I've mostly stuck to that because it does put you in dangerous territory because people become very divided. But you'll also know from yesterday in particular that stating your opinion, as long as you're not harming someone with your words, certainly not purposely, but you know that you're not out to to create calm or panic or hurt, then you know, having divided opinions is a good thing. Having an opinion, having a stand is a good thing. So that's my qualifying statements. Those are like my mini health warnings at the beginning. Um, in other words, if you disagree, tough. <laughs> but And I'm also, I also want to put in an extra rider. I'm open, always open to changing my mind, but here's where my thinking lies at the moment in relation to COVID-19 and its impact on the economy. Mm-hmm. A biggie. This is my opinion entirely, and even though I'll say maybe what gives me an interest or, or the tiniest bit of permission, though I don't need permission, to comment on this is that way back in the mists of time in the 1980s, my degree was in economics, and one of the things I enjoyed studying in economics was economic history where you looked at the impact of changes on the economy which flowed out into or you know in a circular flow with social history economic history political history and that was very interesting to me especially studying things like the industrial revolution the russian revolution and I look at today where people, the news this week is, is people have gone on holiday to Spain and all of a sudden quarantine rules have been changed and they, they have to come back to 14 days quarantine. And, and there's a mixed view, but a lot of people are up in arms and the travel industry are, are, are talking about how they're on their knees and they want help and, and everybody's reaching out for help with everything. And I hasten to add, I have the utmost sympathy for people in those businesses, in travel, in hospitality in particular, who work so, so hard. It's a hard business to be so badly affected. But we have to accept we have been in the midst of a technological revolution equivalent in its impact and scale to the Industrial Revolution in the UK. When 
at the time, you know, we didn't have millions of people, but, but hundreds and thousands of people were displaced from their homes, from their livelihoods, from a shift from rural agricultural economy into industrial urban economy. It was dramatic in the impact and some people formed the basis of future wealth and, and created a middle class. Many people lost their homes, their livelihoods, they, they lost all contact with their families because they were suddenly working in factories all the hours that God sent to make the money to send to or, or to bring up their families. And that's my very simplistic view of the Industrial Revolution. So you might think, oh, what's that got to do with COVID? Yeah, 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 technological revolution, we get that, that we're moving towards a place where AI, artificial intelligence, will take over so much. And people have been threatened by that. Again, there will be, in my view, massive displacement of jobs, of people, of livelihoods, of industries being just swept away in the change. But it will be replaced by something else. We are just in the middle of the storm. And now COVID comes along and adds rocket fuel to the fire of this technological revolution that suddenly there's something else that's wreaking havoc and change so dramatically. And what I want to impress is my views, there seems to be a large group of people across the planet who seem to be treating this like this is just some minor aberration that will pass. You know, like we had some really bad weather and some floods and some storms. Thank goodness they've gone. Now let's get back to normal. That isn't going to happen. This is the beginning of the new normal. And so I believe, I hope, you know, I, honestly, if they find a vaccine, a vaccine or um or a cure that means it does change everything. I'm gonna have my hand in the air for that, of course. However, if they don't, this will change everything. It will mean that we fundamentally change our way of life when it comes to travel, eating out, shopping. And that means that so much of the money and time and jobs are invested in those places will go. But we're resourceful as a human race. We, you know, we, we, we're on the precipice of saving our planet and ourselves, but we are resourceful and we will, I'm sure, through technologies we've begun to see, begin to be creative. We, we are driven to survive and we will. So hard though it is, I am totally confident that people and collectively and individually will become resourceful enough to figure out what do I do instead? What does this new world demand that is different from what the old world demanded? And I don't know what the answer is. Maybe those travel companies need to reinvest in uh, train travel and bike travel. You know, maybe, maybe they need to shift their emphasis to domestic travel heavily away from overseas travel. You know, maybe, maybe, not maybe, 
lots of airlines are going to go under. We will be traveling overseas less. But look on the bright side. It will help the planet. We don't need just to travel as much as we do. We don't need to. We just got used to it. We like it. A lot of people, you know, travel is their raison d'etre. It's, it's what they live for. And I, that is sad, but you can travel without getting on a plane, if that sounds crazy. Well, it, it can, it probably is crazy. If you, if what you love is actually just the act of travel, if you like getting on a plane, that will change. But there are other ways that you could explore. Of course, there's traditional travel that you remain domestic. You start discovering these extraordinary places that exist in your own country, in your own backyard. Visit where you live as if you're a tourist and rediscover it. You can enjoy the pleasure of finding things where you live that you never even realised, never appreciated, and turn this into an expansion of gratitude, which is good for the soul, an expansion of my insignificant moments of joy, of finding them on your doorstep, in your home, where you're sitting right now. You could travel through literature if you're a reader. Instead of picking the kind of books you might normally pick, pick books that are written by foreign authors, with English translations probably, unless you're very talented, uh, to get a window into another culture, another country. And I've been doing this for the past couple of years, not nothing to do with COVID, obviously, just something that seemed pleasurable to read books written by authors who come from a completely different culture and describing, you know, settings within their own country, cultural norms, relationships, learning so much more in the pages of a book and a real bird's eye view, fly on the wall insight into a country and its culture and its ways of life that I would never get in a decade of tourist-driven holidays. Or you could be someone that loves film or video. Again, dive into foreign language film or video. Get under the skin of a culture by observing it from their perspective. Learn a language just for the hell of it. Experiment with foreign recipes. Create events in your own home, in your own backyard. And this might seem like I've traveled a million miles, which I have from economic history. And I'm just trying to, to shine a little bit of a light on the fact that there are ways you can look at things differently that you may not choose to do. I don't want to do that. I want to travel. I get that, but change happens. If there's one thing that when I'm working with people, I'm working on myself, that we have to accept, we have to, there is no getting around it. There is only one place we can really create change that we're in control of, and that's within ourselves. It's what we view of the world, it's how we view the world, it's how we interact with the world, 
It's the choices and decisions we make in the world. That is the only place we have control. And everything else is just what happens. So it pays to pay attention, to remain focused on yourself, on what you can do to improve your sense of well-being, to shift your thinking perhaps to what you've lost or what you don't have or what you think you won't have, to what you do have, what you could have, what might be possible if you just think about things a little bit differently. And I'm not wanting to trivialise in any way people's distress. As I said, I have the hugest sympathy for people in the hospitality industry in particular because I know how hard they work. And we can contribute as well. We can use our individual choice and decision-making to contribute to those businesses. We don't have to fly anywhere. We can make sure that we go down to our local high street, that we, we continue to eat or take out if we feel safer from our local restaurants, our coffee bars, our pubs, that we invest in local attractions, that we go and visit the places that normally we might not visit. And that way we can support those people who are struggling who are not getting overseas visitors, but could have domestic visitors. And in economic terms, if I go back to the roots of my industrial revolution, no one knows, no one knew then, when you're in the eye of the storm, in the middle, as we are, of a revolution, technologically, economically, politically, socially, you don't know what it's gonna look like on the other side. You just have to strap on your seatbelt and hang on and do your damnedest to, to embrace and use every tiny cell and nano cell, my, my language is completely shot here, of your being to look for the new, to embrace what's going on, to be excited by opportunity to manage what you can manage, which is yourself, and and remain remain calm, I guess. Remain calm, remain shift fear to excitement. It's it's physiologically pretty much the same thing. Your body doesn't really understand the difference. So it's just the shift in the way your mind thinks. So you can shift it from fear and anxiety to excitement and anticipation and you can create joy instead of panic oh dear that was a bit of a bit of a heavy one really and you may think it's totally superficial and ill thought through but we're not doing an academic paper here this is a podcast based on my opinion and I'm mindful of the the old, it's my ball, I'm taking it home. It's my podcast, say what I damn well like. Not intended to upset anybody, but just telling it from my perspective and sharing a little bit about how I'm trying to approach this, of looking at things differently, of how can I live differently, but expanding. I feel a little bit excited by the possibility of small changes 
and I've just strapped on my seatbelt and I'm belted in for the ride. And what's the worst that can happen? One day we'll all be gone. So we owe it to the people around us, to the, the generations just being born into this, to seek out the best of it, to seek out new avenues, to be creative, to apply the brilliance of our human minds to create something magnificent instead of mourning and grieving and fretting over what we think we're losing. If you found this interesting, please share on your social media, comment over on the Facebook page or here on the podcast. I'm delighted for those of you who stick with me, my loyal listeners, thank you so much. And I look forward to welcoming you on another episode. Take care. Let me know what creative ideas you're coming up with. Thank you.